the Cowboys and Coffee podcast brought to you by Designated Report. We're a Designated Report joint here. Glad you're back. Another episode. Cowboys offseason is moving. D, welcome. Have you had your coffee yet today? Coming soon. Coming right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm sipping on mine right now. The Cowboys offseason, we've progressed past the draft. We're just about ready to start camp. The schedule has finally dropped. We're going to go over what it looks like for the Cowboys, where they're at, potential seed. And uh, I think we should go out first six games, next six games, last five games. Let's start right at the top and go into the Dallas Cowboys week one at the New York Football Giants. Chances are we'll be at that game. Mm-hmm. Sunday Night Football, where are you for the Cowboys week one? Well, we come to the east, so it's not affected in the weather. We come there, we're going to be running the football, and let's see the Giants stop run. And let's see what the, Mr. Jones comes up with. That's where we're at. It's nice that mom's mm-hmm. giving you that stuff in the background, too. It's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I ate half the cookie, too. That's yeah, nice. that's nice. That's You're fired. Well, uh, the Giants don't scare me. I think the Cowboys match up very well against them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they really rely heavily on Saquon, and Saquon – Meets his match with the uh, uh, athleticism of the Cowboys and linebacking core and their three-headed safety. So he's not in a mismatch as often as they want to be. Mozzie Smith out of there does a better job, hopefully, stopping the run. You know, they, they couldn't beat the Cowboys last year without Dak. You know, uh, forget this year. Healthy coming in again. We're still early. Injuries will be had, whatever changes. But – that's the first game for the Cowboys. I think they got to win. Here's their first six games. Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers, Chargers before the bye. Week two, home against the New York Giants with our arch nemesis, Aaron Rodgers, who, by my hope, is gone on some spiritual retreat, eating, you know, some herb or some plant in southwest Arizona at that time. Um, I think that'll be a good game. It's at home. It'll be a good test for the Cowboys against a good Giants offense and a good, excuse me, good Jets offense and a good Jets defense. Uh, I think that's where you're going to start to see, okay, how good is this team going to be against a team that has an elite defense? You've restructured some of your receivers. Brandon Cooks here is your number two. CD's has shown now he's a legit number one. Gallup says he's finally healthy now, year return. And you have your offense, which hopefully you start to figure out by week two in this West Coast offense with Deuce Vaughn, with Tony Pollard, with your tight ends, Schoonmaker, everything. Where are you at with the Jets in week two? I think the Jets is a good test of them playing well at home, that they're going to dominate on in that stadium. Because their history, they're, they're 500 in that stadium. we got to stop that. Yeah, it's funny. When they go away games sometimes, like we were at the Cowboys Giants last year, felt like a Cowboys home game by the end. But sometimes mm-hmm. when they play away, it feels like it's 50-50 split when they're, when they're home. You know what I mean? When the Cowboys are home, it feels like other teams get these, these buys for the tickets, and it feels like they get some momentum sometimes from the crowd. Can't have that with the Jets early on with the Cowboys. You know, Cowboys – are a good team facing a good team in the Jets, a team I think is a Super Bowl contender. I think the Cowboys Super Bowl contender. I think the Jets are Super Bowl contenders. Uh, you're going to have to come out early and put a stamp on this game and say, listen, we're not going to go 
three and three the first six games. If you're a good team, you're going to go into that four and two, five and one, six and oh. Is it when you look at the teams you play each week is a different key to the game. That first Monday night game running the football. The second night game, I want to say it's the test on the back seven. That's fair. And, you know, we're going to start to see if Parsons is still splitting time at linebacker by week two. Is he only a rush man? What does the growth of Sam Williams look like? Does it allow Parsons to come and go still as he pleases? Or is it necessary for him that he has to stay, you know, as a rush man? And does that kind of take his legs off from under him? I don't think early in the season that'll be an issue. I think maybe later in the year. But Sam Williams, his development – uh, could help give you know Demarcus Lawrence some time to continue uh, to play well down the stretch as well as Micah Parsons. I do you have that as a win or a loss? I think we both have the Giants. Them being the Giants week one, Jets. Oh, man, this is hard to pick. because you know, it is pick. It is it is actually hard to pick. It 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 is you know to be real, but they're due to beat Rogers, aren't they? Is that is, can I say that they're due the lips to God's ears. And I think this might mean something to McCarthy. I think it meant something to McCarthy last year playing Green Bay, and they lost. And I don't think this year they'll make – if I know Mike McCarthy and his coaching so far, so he doesn't make the same mistake twice. Um, I think they can beat the Jets. Week three is Hmm. like a mini-buy. They're at Arizona, who has played them traditionally well in Arizona. This team might be one of the worst teams in football, though, this year, and especially if they – you know, continue. They may even still trade DeAndre Hopkins in the preseason. They have a, 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 they're going to rebuild everything, but their defense right now is not good. Their line is not terribly impressive, especially if they trade Hopkins. I'm not really worried about Arizona. That's one of those teams where if you're a good team in the Cowboys, you should lay the wood on these guys. You know, it, you, when you win, you win, but they got to put up 40 on them. Period. That's all. Put up 40. And I think the calendar mm-hmm. is going to be very interesting because we know they're switching to more of a West Coast scheme and they're running their 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 run block schemes will change. It'll be varied between zone and man to man. Like there's some changes coming to the offense, especially with McCarthy calling it now. Is it that 30 point per game offense that we've seen the last couple of years when Dak's been quarterbacking? But I think for me, that doesn't matter so much as two things. Number one, do they still win games? And number two, more importantly, can they score points in the playoff? Because they've, they've lost to a team they're going to face in a couple weeks. Here's what we're going to talk about. 49ers, twice the last two years, it's not about can you score 30 a game in the regular season. It's can you start to put up enough points in the postseason because the teens doesn't cut it. You now put up at least 20 points. Your defense is phenomenal, but you need to score points at an efficient rate in the playoffs. Still week three against Arizona, that defense is not good. They should be able to dominate them. The key to the 90s Cowboys, we have to go back then. That's a long time ago, by the way. It's time of possession. They win football games. Time of possession. Drives that caught seven, eight minutes, two to clock up, two to clock up. Fourth quarter, run the ball, squeeze the ball, go home. What we want? Our Dak Prescott. 20 for 25 for 225 touchdowns. That's all I want all year long. Ditto, 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 WW. And then let the defense make you one dimensional. Right. And and we will definitely, uh, we'll definitely get that with the next game. Um, 
with the Patriots. The Patriots, the Cowboys are home against the Patriots. Back in 2021, the Cowboys beat them 35-29 to in New England on the road, right? Um, in October, that was a game where, like, I'm not sure they're going to win. You know, they really played well. CD had the game-winning touchdown catch in overtime. Um, that put the Cowboys to 5-1. and one. Uh, This is the Cowboys test that they're going to see early. New England has a phenomenal defense down the stretch. They're one of the best uh, um, DVOA defenses in the league. I think number one the last half of the season. So this is going to be a team that – this might be a slug fest more than it is a scoring fest, but New England's offense – what can they muster? We'll see with Bill O'Brien running it now rather than last year's team, but the weapons at the moment just aren't there. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're going to get better play calling, and we'll see what Jones does with the football and stuff because uh, those guys will come up with a game plan, and they know they'll see something in the, in the Dallas secondary or Dak on first down what he does. They read, they they scout out tendencies. They know what your mother uses garlic salt or, or pepper in her <laughs> recipe. They know it. Some I told you, Belichick, someday you're gonna find a tape on him. He has he got the whole all, office coordinator's office bugged somewhere. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh going into week five, it's at San Francisco. Uh it's another Great matchup. I think these teams are very evenly matched. I think the difference here is who's playing quarterback for San Francisco. It might very well be Sam Darnold at this point. They don't seem to trust Trey Lance. though. Remember, he's still coming back from a season-long injury. Uh, Brock Purdy with the elbow. Not sure that he'll be back yet. Sam Darnold at the moment seems to be, as of right now, as of May 25th, he looks like the starter going into the season because Purdy's not healthy. It shows you that the Trey Lance pick was a bust, one, and it shows you that they really think they can – this that that Kyle Shanahan thinks that, that a replacement-level quarterback can win. Well, Trey Lance, you're seeing that they're going, mm, and he's a guru on quarterbacks. Correct. So they brought him in knowing that they didn't really have a lot of faith in him, even his system to make him good. You think you yep. got Trey Lance, and then later in the draft, you still get Brock Purdy. It turns out Purdy is the one, or the year later, I guess, you get Purdy. Um, it almost feels like when the 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 Gruden regime picked RG3, and then they picked Kirk Cousins in the fourth round, people were like, why would you pick a quarterback in the fourth round if you have RG3, you know, the top two picks in the draft? Well, Kirk Cousins, he, love him or hate him, <laughs> He's made a lot of money. He's he has. Did he make two, has he made he made two hundred million dollars? Oh, oh yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins' career earnings. Let's see. He has made two hundred million. I'm double checking on Spotrack right now. Let's go down and see where we're at for Kirk Cousins' career earnings. Come on. His career earnings are, well, unfortunately, just $155 million. Okay. $155 million. I said $200 million. Well, excuse me. Excuse me. Off. No, I'm $155. Wrong. No, I'm sorry. 
That was just with the Vikings. As of right now, he's made two hundred one million. Still in the books for thirty. Come million. on, Mug Bubbles. Did I not get that? What is it? To two hundred million, and what would he make? What did he make? Two hundred one. Two hundred one. That's nice money. For me, That's good money. That's great. Oh, has he ever won a playoff game? He stinks uh, on Monday Night Football. Yeah, he's not so great in the postseason. San Francisco will be a tough game out on the West Coast, but the Cowboys, you know, I don't think they're afraid of playing them. I don't think they they're they're happy to see them necessarily. It's not like, oh man, we can beat up on these guys. No, they're a good football team. You're going to have to play good football teams on the schedule. So be it. They're facing San Francisco. The following week, they're back on the West Coast. They're playing the Chargers. Last year, they beat the Chargers uh, 32-18. It was a drubbing earlier early in the year. You know, that that game last year? I don't remember that. No, that, huh, that was preseason. Um, yeah. 2021. That's right. Cowboys beat them 20-17 to in that game. The defense played well. And that was, for me, like a big like stepping stone. Say, okay, this defense. Uh, it, that, I think that was after the Bucks game, that first game of the year in 2021. I said, okay, the defense is legit. They've held them and check a lot of people talk about Justin Herbert being a great young quarterback. Well, he's up there intercept. People criticize Dak and they and they criticize Lamar Jackson and they love Justin Herbert. Well, this guy's up there with interceptions too, especially late in games. And Justin Herbert has failed in the playoffs. He just blew a twenty-plus point lead in the playoffs this year. A lot of pressure on him and Brandon Staley. It's win or go home for Brandon Staley. And if Justin Herbert doesn't take the next step this year, which maybe he does with Quentin Johnson, but, you know, your third wide receiver being a rookie, what's that really doing for you? I don't know. I think Dallas can go into Los Angeles and into the stadium where they will have a home field advantage because they travel well and the Chargers don't sell out tickets. I think the Cowboys win this game. Well, you're going to find that uh, they're gonna, he's going to dump the ball off and get it out of his hands quick. That's what's going to happen there. The offensive line still is tremendous. And Staley being a defensive-minded coach, I just don't know, has been good enough to help. I know Herbert's been phenomenal. He has incredible talent. He makes throws. You're like, wow, that's crazy. But if they put up a field goal last season, the second half against the Jaguars, it's totally different. Yep. The field goal. They get a touchdown. The game, they they seal the game. You know, the, the momentum swings and cuts and uh, I'm just not on the Chargers bandwagon as much as maybe some other people. First six games is the Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers, and Chargers. I'm going to have the Cowboys. Whew. I always go back and forth. When I do my schedules every year, I, I pick and then I go back and repick and double pick. Mm. I'm going to go four and two. I, I'll go four and two with you. I'll say they'll yeah. lose to the Jets mm-hmm. and they'll yeah. lose to the 49ers. I think yep. that's still a good start mm-hmm. going to the bye week. Now we have the next six games are going to go Rams, Eagles, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, and Seahawks. Home versus the Rams off a bye week. Um, Another team who I think is not so great. I know they still have a genius boy wonder head coach, and they still have Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. I don't think they match up well against the Cowboys now. that that The window is closed, and the Cowboys beat them beat the snot out of them last year. I think the Cowboys do. Yep. W. I think that's pretty easy. Next week, November 5th, we go at 
Philadelphia. I think that's, you know, we're going to start to see some of these good teams. Usually my rule of thumb is you pick the split with those elite teams in your division. I say, you know, going 6-0 and in your division is not easy. Cowboys did a couple of years ago, but it's not something that you can just like pencil in, like, oh, they'll definitely beat them. You always have to schedule in at least one unless you are an elite team and the rest stink. Unless you're like the 2000 Patriots and the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills are trash. Um, I will say they'll lose this game because I'm going to pick them to win at home later. So I'll, I'll, I'll flip back and forth. Yeah, it's a trade-off. Okay. Yep. But Philadelphia, we know, is was just in the Super Bowl last year. Is there any fall-off for a team who lost in the Super Bowl who could have won maybe if Jalen Hurts doesn't turn the ball over and get Kansas City a touchdown? We don't know that. They've lost both of their coordinators. You know, they've lost some talent on the team. I know that people blow up their their draft last year and this year. Well, it's yet to be seen what these guys can actually do. I'm not saying the Eagles are bad. I'm just not saying mm. they're invincible. Like every like there are some people who will say that they are. They're not the same team they were last year. They're not. Correct. And mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys edition of Stephon Gilmore gives them some more you know, depth, you know, Gilmore was one of the top rated corners last year in man to man. And Diggs was one of the top, I think there were one or two Gilmore and man to man and Diggs in zone. They have guys who can match up with those, that elite receiving core, those top two receivers, you know, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, by the way, it's still a crime against humanity. What the former Titans GM did in getting rid of AJ Brown. He's- <laughs> Good for listening. Look Howard Roseman getting the getting them. Trey of course. Him, and you know would I rather have Traylon Burks or AJ Brown? Uh, AJ Brown's a top ten receiver. Why would I rather have Traylon Burks? Yeah. Uh, so stupid. So I'll give the Eagles this one. Uh, week ten against the Giants at home. Again, I think the Cowboys. If they beat them week one, they're going to beat them week ten. I don't see you know. Does Daniel Jones take another step forward? What does even another step forward for Daniel Jones look like? And if he doesn't take a step forward, if he regresses or stays the same, they don't beat the Cowboys, especially with the more weapons that they have or the receiving core, then the defense is just as good, if not better, especially with Mozzie Smith stopping the run. I don't see the Giants beating the Cowboys. Nope. Nope. Week Dan 11. Jones stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I think he is the most over I think he stinks. player in football right now. Yeah. And I understand there's a going rate for quarterback. I'm like, well, what are you going to do otherwise? And then by the cap structure, it's really a two-year deal they can get out with some minor cap – not minor cap penalties, but enough where they can move on from him. Um, but that's still two years. And two years is an eternity in the NFL, believe it or not, You know, when you're you know, trying to get to that next level. And if you're capped by what your quarterback can do, and now it's made things more difficult to re-sign Saquon if you want to do that, well, now that's a pretty difficult thing because next offseason, Saquon, who's looking for elite high-end running back money. Well, let, me just, let me just say this. I know we're talking about schedule. Let me just put this out there. We haven't won a Super Bowl for years, so we're all – we won a Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it, about pressure, right? Yes, it lives off that stuff with the Cowboys. But the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Giants – they have pressure. They have to win. Those organizations have to win. Period. They have to win. Well, what are the you know the Eagles? 
make the divisional round and they win they win the division and just make the divisional round and get beat this year. Yeah, it's not a good look, but I'm not I don't think anyone in the organization is really looking for a right. new job. You know, I think the Giants, you know, you get that first year they they won and so they got in the playoffs. They need to take the next step or are they capped, you know, Shane and Dable are building something, but are you capped because of your quarterback situation? And we'll get to the Commanders in just a minute. Before them, I'll we'll, we'll harp on the, the Commanders in just a minute. Before them and after the Giants, we have Carolina, who's going to be sporting a young quarterback, and my fears for him are his size. And we've seen it with Tua. We'll get to Tua in a few minutes, but, you know, what's going to happen to him if Sam Williams slams him to the ground? And not, not you know, uh, that's the NFL, baby. Max Kellerman says in boxing, you get punched in the face. That's the name of the game. In the NFL, you get hit as a quarterback. These guys, Bryce Young and Tua Tungavailoa, who they should be studying is Eli Manning. No one was better than Eli when they were Nobody. his sack, dropping to the ground and not taking the bad hits. Listen, take the sack, fine, it is what it is. But don't take the he, devastating hits, they'll hurt you. And these are for smaller guys. Eli wasn't small at all. He's a big guy. No. Oh, he was humongous. And he got a PhD of knowing how to fall down. His pocket presence mm-hmm. was impeccable. One of the most aware quarterbacks yeah. of when he was going to be hit, dropped to the ground. He doesn't take the big hit. Sure, you take the sack, fine. But he's not – the reason why he started how many years in a row until Geno yep. Smith came. Um, that's a disaster for the Giants. Carolina, I still don't think is ready to take that next step. They're harping on their coaching staff. They have this guy and that guy. Yeah, Cowboys just have a lot more talent than them. They just traded away DJ Moore. I don't know the weapons that they have, you know, for a young quarterback. Uh, how do they match up? You know, Adam Thielen, sure, if this was four years ago, great. DJ Chark, I mean, I'm not blown away by these weapons. I'm not worried about them. Yeah, they're going to win three or four games. That's all they're going to win. They they don't have players. They don't have They don't have horses. They don't have it, and your quarterback is there's a it's a there's there's question marks coming out as a college quarterback, but the big question is it, at eighty five, and he's one eighty five, right? And they're they're asking a five lot. foot ten. The thing yeah. is, they're asking a lot of a rookie quarterback. You know, how many quarterbacks do you know are so great coming out that they can do stuff above and beyond their receiving core, and you know the ghost of Miles Sanders in the, in the backfield. Sure, again, if this was Miles Sanders four or five years ago, fine. Same with DJ Chark four or five years ago, but I'm not impressed in the Cowboys win there in Carolina. Week 12, Thanksgiving, home against the Commanders. This is a team that I think has a lot of pressure on them to win this year. Uh, a new ownership group coming in, a coach who has not, really performed terribly well over the last few years. And they've been making moves like going Carson Wentz. Now they're going Sam Howell. And I did a scouting report on Sam Howell last year. I think he's a backup. I think he's a career backup. And I don't really think there's any any shame in that. I think he's a guy who, man, if I could have Chase Daniels' career, I, I would not be I would not be upset. I mean, that's where I think of him. Where are you with Washington, I know they beat the Cowboys late in the year last year. Where are you at with uh, the Commanders versus the Cowboys? 
Oh, interdivision games, you, you know, are always tough. Um, my concern is sometimes in this organization last few years, we lose to a team like the Redskins that we should beat. The Commanders. Give it and to thank- me. Commanders. Spit yeah. it out. Commanders. commanders. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it, we, it might, we win a, we we a take- close one. We're going to – we win a close one. That's fair. I'm going to do okay. a close one. They, and, yeah. you know, they might have to change the name Commanders too unless they can work out a deal with yeah. the people who own the copyright to Commanders. So they might – They don't even – they don't even come to my command, – the name don't even come to my mind. I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, so I think they can win that game definitely. I'll probably put a loss on there again. It's hard to win every division game, even if you're the better team, you know. But I will say – Win on Thanksgiving, just for me. All right. Next week, home still, another Thursday night game against Seattle. Uh, that's Thursday night. They're home against Seattle. is a good team. Uh, Cowboys have traditionally played Pete Carroll very well over the last few years. You know, the last yeah. game, uh, uh, back in 2020, actually, the Seahawks won 38-31. That was with Russell Wilson, that quarterback. Uh, we'll see it's a different a different Russell wasn't through five touchdowns that game. That was also in a different defensive scheme. That was with Mike Nolan as a defensive coordinator, which was yeah, yeah, yeah. mitigated disaster. That's yeah, that's not happening yeah. again. Now they Cor- do Corey, our, my niece was a better coordinator. Yeah, yeah, my unborn son was a better coordinator. So mm-hmm. you know, the, can they beat Seattle? Yeah, I think they can beat Seattle. I, I yeah. know people saying, hey, they can beat these guys. Seattle is very talented, though. It's not a game that you can overlook. Again. You're a good team. You got to face good teams. You got to beat good teams. This is exactly who we're talking about. So, got to beat these guys. That's the next game. We're up through 12 games. The next six were the Rams, Eagles, Giants, Panthers, Washington Commanders, and the Seahawks. We'll finish with the last five and then we'll go to overall record Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, Washington. Home versus Philly late in the year. I think that's better than playing at Philly late in the year. I'd rather play in Philly uh-huh. in, in, in November than December. Uh, I think it's a split. I had them losing earlier. I think I'll have them taking this game. Uh-huh. I think it's uh-huh. tough to beat. Same for Philly. The Cowboys are a good team. It's tough to beat them two times. And Dak Prescott has played well against them in recent history. Right. So I, I think that's fine there. Buffalo. At Buffalo, you're going to see a good stretch here, Philly. So Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami. At Buffalo late in the season. We'll see. We'll okay. see what the Bills are made of. What are the ratings going to be for that game? That's on Fox on a Sunday afternoon. It's going to be. What will the ratings be on that game? Because oh, mm-hmm. What else are you doing? Yep. December 17th. It's not the week before Christmas, the Christmas weekend. Like that is it's gonna be cold. But I think Dallas travels well. I would be very interested to see uh, what they can do at Buffalo. I think Buffalo is outside looking in on the top three or four teams in the AFC now. I think their window is closing. I think especially Von Miller with his injury last year showed they don't really have a great pass rush outside of him. You know, you're going to get back from injury. What are you going to do with him now? And then, uh-huh. he, well, you know, Diggs and, and 
and Allen were getting into the sideline in the playoffs last year when they were just annihilated by the Bengals. Well, yeah. well coaching staff and, has a big jump to make to beat the Bengals, to beat the Chiefs, you know, and can they hang with the best teams in the NFC too? We're going to find out. Um, by the way, that sideline thing, it happens a, a lot on sideline things, uh, flare-ups per se. Um, that was not good. That went through the organization. That went through this went through the team and the coaching staff. It went through all of it, and and it's still they they have they better take care of that. I agree. I think it's I think that's something that could reverberate all off season mm-hmm. and really make an issue. I think if I think back to this season, the NBA with the Warriors and the Draymond Green incident punching. Jordan Poole, you know, he got yeah. he got his money and there's an incident. And they never gelled as a team because of that. You could see something similar here. We're going to find out as the season goes on. But if you don't have that chemistry, yeah, it's more exacerbated with, with the basketball roster. You have fewer players. Right, right. But I think right. you need that chemistry offensively to be there, and that could play a role later in the season. The following week. Well, the reason, the reason why it's bad on football is that players take sides. Correct, and we've seen that in basketball. You have it occasionally, but there were two guys that go on that went at it. Well, one guy really went at it, but right, right. Following week, they're at Miami. This is going to depend a lot on Tua's health. You know, he's he's studying Taekwondo in the off season. I would say, buddy, forget studying Taekwondo. Um, study Eli Manning. That's the reality of it. If you can What's figure t- out what, what is. The- What's that going to do for us, a quarterback? What does that He's do? Like, oh, he'll know how to fall. I'm like, buddy, you've been falling your whole life since you were a kid. You're going to get your oh. head smashed in is the problem. The issue is, the thing is, if you can duck out of the way and fall before you're going to get hit and not get your head slammed, that's a different thing. I'm I'm worried for Tua. As someone who suffered a traumatic brain injury, had memory issues for two years, forgot how to drive, forgot how to dog stands, all these things, I know what it's like to deal with it, and it's scary. I think for him – in a league where you're talking about playing quarterback position, where you're going to get hit, you're going to get thrown into the ground. We saw two neurological incidents last year, one where he was literally fencing. His hands were literally just lo- locked up and frozen. I'm scared for him. This isn't about the Dolphins. This isn't the Dolphins and, Cow- and Coffee podcast. But I don't know if the Cowboys yeah. against Tua late in the year is my point. Yeah, and the next concussion, his career is over. He's in a tough spot. They did improve, though. They got Jalen Ramsey. You know, they have improved um, in the offseason. You know, I'm not going to say they're they're not better or they're not a good team. You know, they got uh, uh, several players who I really think can come in and help in, in a tough AFC East. You know, it's a good – It's a, <laughs> they did a lot of good things to really uh, uh, better their team. I think signing an elite. Their type of team, their time, their team is they look they'll look good in some games, <clears throat> some games, and they won't look in some, in other games. <laughs> Excuse and me. Because Cowboys play in Dallas, I don't think playing the extreme heat of Miami or in the extreme cold of Buffalo hurts them. And I don't think it's going to be extremely hot in Christmas Eve when the Cowboys play them. But I don't think that right, right. Think it really bothers them as much as some other teams. Last two games got a few minutes left here. Home against the Detroit Lions, an improving team, another one where the people are like, they're so much better. This is a team to take the rise. The Cowboys have played them tough the last couple of years. Uh, Cowboys took care of them last year. So 
I think they can beat Detroit. They can match up well because they're secondary as well. They have a good offensive uh, – was a good defensive line versus their offensive line. I like their defense matching up. And it's quarterback yeah. league. I think Dak Prescott is better than Jared Goff. It's plain and simple. Plain and simple. Man, this is uh, a game that it's going to be a high-scoring game. High-scoring game. Former, yep. listen, and Dallas former. should win. Dan Campbell, the Dallas. Dallas Cowboy, right. The, the last home game of the it's year. It's a Saturday game. It's a Saturday right. game. Which... They, they come out and take care of business end of the year, and then say, all right, we're getting I, ready for the playoffs. I hope I can get, get to the game. Don't tell Mabio. I won't tell her. <laughs> and the last game of the season on schedule is uh, January 7th, home, excuse me, at Washington. Uh, I had them – I think they can win this game too. Uh, they, I thought they would have won the game last year. They lost, so – I don't know. We've already talked about Washington. Ron Rivera is on the hot seat. I think they're going to have to throw everything they can this year. The issue is, is Sam Howell ready for that next jump? I told you, Paul, these other teams, the pressure's on those guys. They've all got big money up in there, and the Redskins are coming out of an ugly organizational transition that has been a nightmare for years. And and Rivera, you know, he's a nice guy. It, it's over. It's over with. It's just over with. They have no players on that team. Um, that's it. They're, they're I, done. The, I the, my question, Redskins. No, I hear what you're saying. My question overall: What's the Cowboys' record? Do they win the division? What seed are they in the playoffs? I'm gonna go. They're gonna be a one seed. Because I don't think nobody else is great. What's the nobody else is great? They're going to be the, they'll have the best record. Okay, thirteen and four. Okay, thirteen and four. I can see them. I would. I'm going to conservatively right now. Now I reserve the right to thirteen and four. I'm being real. I'm being real. I said they're going to be a number one seed, thirteen and four. I reserve the right to revise this. I have my full designated report article coming out in August for the season. I'm going to say the Cowboys right now will be twelve and five. I think they win the division on a tiebreaker against the, the Eagles. I have them as a two seed, and that's all I'll say from where they'll go from here. I, I think 12 and 5, I think I don't think any teams are going to really separate. Uh, you know, San Francisco, yes, they could be very good. But likewise, you know, <laughs> they could very well, you know, have a rough go because they don't have a quarterback. And sometimes they play the teams in their division, you know, not so well. They don't play very well against them. And you know, the Rams could sneak out a game against them, or who, who knows? The Seahawks are still good. The Vikings play well in the regular season. You know, they started to turn the corner. What do the Bears do? What the Lions do? I'd be okay with 12 and 5, the two seed, and then we got to make a run. That's that's basically it. Listen, D, we have a minute and a half left. Is there anything else you want to say before we, we wrap it up here? I think the philosophy of running the football. And controlling the line of scrimmage will make the whole team better and make the defense better. I think it'd be a tougher mindset, and that's why they'll be better in the playoffs. What I've seen the last few years is yeah. Mike McCarthy sees an issue, and he goes to address the issue, and it works out. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what's going to happen. They moved on from Kellen Moore, which says, well, he's scoring 30 points a game. I'm not in the playoffs, Jack. So, And it's not, that, it's not like they're giving up on the past. But that run in the football will set up those big scoring plays. And I said five. I did say seven. I said seven over 50 yards. Okay. And, and it'll keep I'm the, gonna stick the to pressure 
I'm not taking back nothing. Now keep the defense fresher and keep the defense uh, not fresher in the games, but also end of the year. Listen, D. Well, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders did pick a tight end up, but it wasn't that guy. I owe you lunch. That's true. You do owe me lunch down here for going to Remos. Listen, thanks, D. I love you. This is a designated report joint Cowboys and Coffee podcast. That's on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you watch us or listen to us. Thank you. Um, D, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Love you. Bye.